0: should never turn her back on God's chosen people.
1: And now, here's our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Welcome to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast today on this wonderful Tuesday. You say, why do you keep on saying it's such a wonderful day? Well, it is for me. I know about for you, but I know one thing. If you're born again, born again from above, if you ever been born again, you remember the day when God saved you through the blood of Jesus Christ, the Jewish Messiah, you'll never forget that day. Oh, no. No, if you're truly born again, you'll remember the place, and you'll remember who saved you, and you'll remember why you got saved. No, baptism doesn't save you. Going to church doesn't save you. Helping the old lady across the street don't save you. But the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Have you ever called upon the name of Jesus Christ and put your faith in what he did for you on the cross of Calvary? What did he do? He shed his blood. Why did he have to do that? Because that was the only way to pay the penalty for your sins. You say, what is the penalty? The penalty is, according to the Bible, the wages of sin is death. One preacher once said, I almost had a cardiac arrest. I couldn't believe he said it. It is what he said. He said, the only thing that sends a sinner to hell is unbelief. Well, right there he contradicted himself. If unbelief was the only thing to send sinners to hell, that wouldn't make a lick of sense anyhow. Because the Bible does teach that one day, now listen to me, and listen to the truth of the Word of God, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. What are they going to confess one day? That Jesus is Lord. I mean, there's coming a day that everybody, even the devil himself, is going to believe that Jesus is Lord. Does that mean they'll all be saved? No. No, if they rejected the grace of God and they died in that sinful state, they are have lost the opportunity forever. There's no such thing as purgatory. No, there is no second chance after you die. That's it. But it just ticks me off to no end. And I know it provokes the wrath of God upon preachers who, just so that they can get large numbers of conversions. And as Spurgeon said, he doesn't want it to be his conversion. No, he wants it to be God's conversion. These guys are in the number game, and and they're saying how many hundreds and thousands have gotten saved. I want to know whether you're preaching the true and living gospel on how people are to be saved. And if you're teaching that the only thing that sends a sinner to hell is unbelief, you're not preaching the whole counsel of God. Now, now listen clearly from the scriptures. Revelation 21, 8. Now, this is a reiteration of why those individuals will be cast into the lake of fire at the white throne judgment. Revelation 21, 8. Mark this down. You ought to memorize this. But the fearful and unbelieving. Okay, so unbelievers are in the list here of those that will be cast into the lake of fire. The fearful, unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and horror and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. To say the only thing that will send a sinner to hell is unbelief is not only an oxymoron because they said the guy was a sinner, but it's not biblical. It is false. What sends sinners to hell and then hell will be cast into the lake of fire, which is an eternal hell. The only thing that sends sinners to hell, ladies and gentlemen, is sin. That's why they're called sinners. And the wages of sin is death. And the Bible says death and hell shall be cast into the lake of fire. Now, that's the Bible. Now, preachers, let's get preaching the Bible instead of some vain philosophies, just so that you can get a bunch of numbers on your board there. We want people to truly, genuinely be born again, not join some religion or some social club out there, or just to join your church and say, well, we got 100 saved today, and we baptized 100 today. Ladies and gentlemen, what we're facing today is that there are people that are receiving a false gospel, and we need to preach repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. Things that are different are not the same. Repentance and faith are two different things altogether. But without both of them, one can never get born again. So ladies and gentlemen, you want to know why I'm happy today? I'm happy today because he saved me, ladies and gentlemen, almost 42 years ago and called me into the ministry to preach the unadulterated Word of God, to preach the true gospel of the Scriptures to the nation of Israel, but not only to the nation of Israel, to anyone, to the lost world. Now, I want to get back from yesterday on the historical facts. These are indisputable facts. The Jewish people have been in this land called Israel. Some called it Palestine. But nevertheless, history does not lie here. And even if history did lie, I got the Bible, which does not lie, to back it all up, which I've already read to you many scriptures on that. Have you ever seen these pictures of the Muslims? They're over there on the Mount, the Temple Mount, and they got their, their backs toward their holy shrine, towards that Dome of the Rock and the mosque. I mean, have you ever noticed that? Now, that is disrespectful. I mean, if they claim that that is the, you know, one of the most holiest places on the earth for the Muslims, they surely got it backwards, literally speaking. Whenever an Islamic place of worship is to be erected, it is to be facing, and they're supposed to be praying towards it, towards Mecca. Not with their backs towards it, but while they pray towards Mecca that structure should be facing the same direction as their heads are, not as their backs are. You know that in 1854, according to a report in the New York Tribune, Jews constituted two thirds of the population of the Holy City, Jerusalem. The source said that a journalist on the assignment to the Middle East that year for the Tribune, guess what his name was, Karl Marx. That's right, the name was Karl Marx, that said that. Do you know that in 1867, Mark Twain took a tour of Palestine, which was called Palestine at the time, and described that land. I want you to listen now. A desolate country whose soil is rich enough, but is given wholly over to weeds. It is a silent and mournful expanse. We never saw a human. Did you? That's what he said in 1882 in a census that was given the figures of the Ottoman Empire, it was recorded that in the entire land of Israel, there were only 141,000 Muslims, both Arab and non-Arab. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have for today. i sure like to hear from you. Call us at 844-644-4426, or you can email us at radio at hopeofisrael.net. That's radio at hopeofisrael.net. So the good Lord willing, until tomorrow, may the Lord richly bless you. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel
0: Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. Covenant and show.